this is Ebony, and you are tuned into Fixing Single, the podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Fixing Single. Um, This is actually the last episode of the year um, of 2021 and actually the final episode of Fixing Single ever. Um, But don't be super alarmed. I'm not going anywhere, but I am. I want to change the name of the podcast. Um, I have been thinking about expanding the things that I want to talk about. Um, If you are a longtime listener, uh, you might have noticed in the first episode, I feel like I explained the point behind fixing single, but for those who may just be catching on, um, really fixing single, I think is about, um, or what I want it to be about is about maximizing one's Um, season of singleness, right? Um, And really kind of trying to change the way people experience singleness. Um, And that was cool. And I really enjoyed talking about my dating updates and just things that my friends and I have been talking about and and stuff that's happening um, in these Instagram streets. But I just realized there's more that I would just like to be able to, you know, get on the mic and talk about. Um, I'm just a naturally curious person. And um, there's a lot of things that I have opinions on and uh, would just like to be able to discuss on my platform. And so um, in 2022, I am looking to change the name of the podcast. And I'm not sure what that's going to be, but I, I want it to be something that encompasses, you know, just being able to talk about things in general. Uh, funny story, I was talking to my therapist about this because she does ask she she I, I, literally every session she asks how the podcast is going and I you know always am like oh yeah I mean it's still a thing but I don't record very often and I just get on when I feel like it which has been not very often um but I told her I was thinking about changing the name of the podcast to cool rich auntie and she kind of made a face like mm, you know, are you worried at all about the type of energy that that might attract? Um, Because, you know, you might be calling attention to yourself. Like she thought about it in a negative way. And I don't think she realized like people use that term like it's a colloquialism, right? Cool rich auntie or cool auntie or whatever. So that was a working title, um, but didn't get really great feedback. (laughs) So if you have any ideas for um, what the new podcast name should be, let me know. But that is coming in 2022. But I really wanted to jump on um, tonight to talk about a few things. A lot of major stuff has happened um, over the past several months and um, I typically around this time would record weekly to talk about the insecure episodes this was the final season um, as many of you know but I just I couldn't wrap my head I couldn't get there like I feel like I was still processing and there was just a lot of feelings there and I just kind of wanted to 
I thought waiting maybe to the end until I kind of got my feet up under me to talk about it would work. And I guess that's what I'm doing now. And plus, it's about to be the end of the year. And I didn't want to um, head out of 2021 without speaking on it. So, um, so yeah, so we can get into it. I want to talk about that in a couple of other things. But um, this season of Insecure, I you know, I really didn't realize, honestly, until I watched the little documentary that they did uh, for the season, you know, or the series finale that I realized like, man, how cool and how awesome it is to be a part of this. Like I was here when it happened in real time, right? You know, watching this show that I think is gonna, you know, it's gonna be that classic, right? It's gonna be our Martin, our generation's living single. And it's just like, it's gonna be in heavy rotation probably for the rest of our lives. And I hope that there are movies and that there are reunion shows and all the things to come. But I mean, it really hit me um, and just seeing different people's Instagram posts about how much this show meant to them. Um, and, and, and I would say personally how it meant to me because I just felt so seen in so many of the episodes like girl if you don't get out of my diary Issa like quit playing um but it, it was a beautiful thing um to see and I just really loved um the evolution of the characters so I guess this is the point of the episode where I have to issue a disclaimer about spoilers uh but if you have not seen the finale yet what you doing cha get your life um but yeah i just i i want to say overall um with regard to the entire uh season i was pleasantly satisfied um i think obviously because it is the last season of the entire series there are expectations right you want it to be the best 28 minutes of television you've ever seen right and you've invested so much into these characters into this show and you want it to be all the things and I think Issa and and Prentice and all the writers certainly and the actors certainly lived up to it um for me I am just so glad that everybody got their happy ending because you know sometimes folks want shock fa uh, factors, right? And we'll get to that in a second because we're also going to talk about um, the Sex and the City reboot. But sometimes it's the shock value and, and, and they do crazy stuff at the end. Um, I remember watching For Color Girls and the ending and I'm like, that's it? This is what these women have to deal with? Like, like there's no happiness, no hope. I felt very hopeless, <laughs> after watching that movie or even the Sopranos and how it ended. It felt very um, just not satisfying whatsoever um, and just left you with so many more questions than answers. And I just didn't like that. And I felt the, um, the finale really tied up, you know, everything we wanted to know um, for the characters and, and really everybody got their happy ending. So I have always been, um, team Issa and Lawrence um except for uh Security Bay I did like Security Bay I liked his energy or whatever but um 
definitely um, glad that they were able to come back to each other um, and really loved how they teased that out there were multiple conversation it wasn't just like oh I looked into his eyes one day and we decided to get back together it was really like the thinking of it right and I love the line about you know I'm not 100% sure or whatever I'm butchering this right but I'm not 100% sure but I'm willing to try and I think that's 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 real you know what I'm saying that is real because we don't know we are humans we are flawed individuals um and the best that you can do is give somebody your best and that's all and that's really all that you you can do and you're willing to give it a try and I just I just love the authenticity of that it's romantic but it's realistic like I'm willing to try so I love this for them um Oh, I just, I just, I mean, I, I'm smiling ear to ear right now. If you were seeing a YouTube version of this recording, I am just so, so happy for those um, fictional characters. Um, also, Molly, wow, 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 what a comeback, right? What a comeback. What a difference therapy makes, okay? You hear me? What a difference. Um, Molly, just the evolution of her as well. Um, I really, you know, there was so much, <laughs> I don't want to call it hatred, but there was just a lot of like shade towards Molly last season, which she deserved. Um, and I just really thought after her blowing things with Andrew, I just didn't see like, oh, is there any hope for Molly? Like, what's going on here, girl? But you can tell that she has been going to her therapy sessions and she has been doing the work and she really has to just say, hey, something's got to change. Like, I, I can't do this for the foreseeable future. And what I also really loved about what they did this season with Molly is with the storyline regarding her and her parents and her family. Um, and that is just always such a very difficult um subject to broach it particularly in a black family about life planning you know um you're gonna get older and you're going to need you know probably more care than you do now what does that look like how much does long-term care cost who pays for it um i recently became my mother's power of attorney and even that was like you know having to handle that with kid gloves because it's like well i'm not about to die i ain't sick and i'm not saying that you are not saying that you are mother, but you know, we do need to make sure that your affairs are in order. Like, what do you, what do you want to happen in the event that you're incapacitated? We recently lost our grand or my grandfather, her, her, her dad. Um, and, um, you know, it just gets you to thinking about, you know, what does it look like? How much does it cost? It costs money to bury people. Do you have that? What are your outstanding debts? And a lot of times, again, in the black family, you know, we don't talk about it enough and, and it tends to fall on, um, quote unquote, the, I guess, more well off or the responsible person in the family. Um, and I just, you know, and I, and it just hit home and I'm so glad that they explored that storyline. I loved how Molly and, and Kelly were able to come together to, to get it done. And so it really, um, 
it really spurred me to action to say, okay, there are things that I need to do in my own family to make sure, you know, that my mom is taken care of, um, you know, till, till the very end. And so I, I do appreciate that. Um, I will say that it was also, um, kind of interesting, um, when Dro came back into the picture, you know, it's just that, like, you know how C to X is, it's just <laughs> like, but I, I'm glad I'm, I'm I, I love how Molly handled it. You know, old Molly would have skirted the issue or avoided or whatever the case may be. But I think hi, Molly and Molly um, that has, you know, been through therapy and has done the work. She handled that situation really awesomely. And so I, I'm proud of our girls. So anyway, a plus for Molly. A plus for Molly. Um, again, the season finale um, just hit all the marks and it did what it was supposed to do. I am incredibly sad that this is the end of an era, but um, Prentice, Issa, y'all did us proud um, and so happy to have been fans and rocking with y'all for um, the past six years. So that's been great. Um, so that's a segue for what I hope will be insecure in maybe another 10 or 15 years, right? That they get their reboot or they get a movie or whatever the case may be. Uh, because um, after, how long has it been? 17 years, something around that. We now have the ladies from Sex and the City back on our TV sets. Um, and the title of that show is called... And just like that, yep, that's the that's the title of it. It's just like that. Um, and so I talked earlier about the shock factor. And again, spoiler alert, sorry if you have not seen the first few episodes of And Just Like That, but Big dies. And I didn't realize, like I had stayed kind of away from social media, but I heard people, you know, kind of buzzing about it. So I wasn't sure what was going on. I tried to avoid it. But as I started to get about, you know, halfway into the episode, I'm like, uh oh, things are going too well. They're looking at each other all longingly, like what is about to happen. And when I tell y'all, I was devastated. So I watched the 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 first episode. I think there were two more. So there were two more out. So I'm like, it was maybe three weeks late, something around there. And so I watched it one afternoon, one random afternoon. And when I tell you that was a mistake, I mean, first of all, I was bawling my eyes out, you know, that big died because I'm just like, wait, they're so happy and it's big. How you, how, how do you kill big? Like, what are we doing? Um, and just to see how his death affected everyone, what especially got me was Steve. When Steve was like, and this sucks. You know, he was just so hurt. And we just love Steve. Steve was just such a sweet guy. But um, I literally was like, oh, I'm not watching this. Like, if this is how y'all are going to do us, you're going to kill big. And what do we, what, what, what do we have to... <laughs> I'm so dramatic. Like, what do we have to live for? Why are we going on? Um, you know, so I, I was thinking like, oh, I'm not going to watch this. But it has been really good. It has actually been really good and very engaging. Um, I am really concerned about Miranda. So I really want to know how this is all going to work out with her and her possible 
more than likely more than possible um drinking issue and what's going on there um and just her and and her marriage with steve if you notice they are back into their old rut that you know got them separated in the very first movie so they weren't having sex and you know steve ended up cheating and they separated for a while but then they got back together on the brooklyn bridge and it was all romantic but you hear her saying that they have not had sex in years and that they're just like roommates and they're okay with it and it's like uh here we go again what's going on but i will say um and i don't know if i was just being emotional or whatever the case may be but i also found the comedy show that they went to very inspiring just in my personal life about the comedian Shay talking about change and just like it is hard but if you don't you know if there's something that you don't like you know change your box change your outfit change your location like change that shit and like I said it was really really very powerful you had to be there um but I, I am looking to see how these characters um evolved and still very interested in the storyline even though they killed off my boy big um i think it's going to be really interesting it's it's been good so far so I, I i really enjoy catching up with the ladies and um i'm gonna hang in there so um so that's that show and so i may talk about that in in future episodes um depending on um if it's something worthy to talk about um but the last thing and again i, I don't want to hold you all too long but the last thing i wanted to talk about um is <sighs> devon franklin and megan good um, divorcing after a little over nine years of marriage <sighs> i was really really incredibly sad to hear this i was just really this was just really really sad and unfortunate news um i remember when one of devon's books came out and he was speaking at a church here in the atlanta area and i remember going to hear him speak or preach and megan was there with him as well and they just they i mean looked great i mean she was supporting him holding his bible getting his water you know they just seemed to be very um it, it just seemed to be all good and i understand i get it people will say well everything you know that you see ain't good this and other i get it marriage is hard i have plenty of married friends and i get it everybody's marriage is hard and you don't owe us anything to be like you know i hate when folks air out their marital laundry online like what can we do about it honey like if you mad at him because he did xyz or you mad at her like there's nothing that we can do about that go to your therapist or go to your attorney the last place you need to go is to instagram but in this case i want to know what happened i am invested i feel like the two of them you know uh, publicly talked about their relationships sold books and books um about their weight and their courtship and all of the things um i want to know what happened i need i need more than no one's at fault we love each other but we're gonna love each other separately that's all cute but i need answers i need to understand you all did the right things you heard from god you prayed on it you were um pure up until your wedding night what happened what went wrong and part of the cynical part of me is like wait a minute 
in California, if you know, in most cases, my understanding is if you're married for 10 years, um, or at that 10 year mark, alimony is, you know, some up with the alimony, like somebody got to pay indefinitely, right? So I'm not sure if for financial reasons, they decided to get divorced before that 10 year mark, but I just need to know what happened. So I'm going to give y'all some time. <laughs> If you're listening, I'm going to give y'all some time, you know, maybe take six months, a year or whatever, but I need a book. I need a blog post, you know, on Medium somewhere for you all to kind of let us know a little bit more than no one's at fault and we're going to be best friends forever. Like, I need more than that. I need to know what went wrong because I'm not understanding. It doesn't make any sense to me. And the other piece I will say about this, um, and I do wish them well, and I hate to, to hear this for them, like I'm, I'm not trying to be flippant, but it's 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 really sad, but I need to know. Um, but what I will also say about this is I've, I've seen posts about people saying like, y'all need to stop um, holding these couple up, these couples up in such high regard and, and relationship goals, this, like y'all need to be just worried about your own relationship and not looking to these celebrities, um, for inspiration. And I push back on that simply because a lot of us don't have examples of what a healthy relationship looks like and representation matters representation matters in careers right that's why there are jobs or or, or career um people come and speak to the kids about like this is what i do for my day job um representation matters in all other aspects of our lives so why wouldn't it matter romantically so if you um, are a product of a divorced home and no one in your family is in a quote-unquote functional relationship or everybody you know has you know situationships but no one is in a marriage or a long-term marriage what 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 are where are you supposed to get your inspiration from right if you desire to be partnered and to be married to the love of your life where do you look for inspiration so I don't think it's wrong to necessarily look at Devon and Megan and say, man, I want something like that. Or I really, you know, liked how they, you know, stayed pure until they were married. And I really, you know, um, uh, appreciate Devon's um, approach to dating and whatever. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, but you do have to realize that, that people are humans and, you know, they go through things and, and sometimes stuff just doesn't work out. But I, I, I really push back against the people who are just like, you know, you need to just, again, who are your role models? If you didn't see it growing up, and and you want that for yourself and you know that that can happen you know that marriage and a family and children and your your home together and you building a life with somebody you want that um i i think you need to get your your inspiration and your motivation um you know it's okay to get it outside of people you may know personally because not all of us know people who are in healthy marriages and so i i just discourage that because again I feel like representation matters in in all aspects of our lives not just from a career standpoint um, or character but also romantically and so if they were inspirational to you like they were to me you know I I, I feel your pain because I again I'm just really disappointed that it didn't work out for them so but anyway um but that's really about all I have for this episode. We're going to wrap it here. 
um but i do just want to leave with um you know it's just been a very um crazy interesting trying um couple of years i know for everybody um you know for some obviously for for more uh, for some more than others i can't talk um that it's been rough and so just give yourself some grace um if you want to make goals for 2022 and kill it and it's your year and it's your breakout do that but if you know all you can do is say hey i just want to i want to be healthy i want to spend time with my loved ones and i just want to be good to myself that's fine too you know don't feel like um you know i think the world might back be back to sort of normal maybe um um in 22 maybe not who knows but just show yourself some grace spend time with the people you really care about that feed you and you feed into them um and move around like you know don't be couch potatoes um because it can be very easy to um, during all of this isolating and quarantining and just you know things not being normal um it it can be easy to kind of isolate a little bit too much so make sure that you're reaching out to people and connecting with friends and and loved ones and i hope everyone listening to this um has an amazing um new year's eve whatever it is that you're doing um and that you have a blessed new year and i look forward to coming back next year with a slightly different format Um, a new title and possibly more frequent episodes but I can't promise that but anyway thank you all so much for listening and um, be blessed bye